Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and you are listening to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7 with me, your humble host. And remember, this show is pure mind armor. Think. The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7. Today is the 26th of May, if you can believe it, 2019. Here in Albany, uh, it's pretty humid out, and uh, I'm sure it's probably going to rain again. It was nice and sunny when I was out training today, but it was real hot. And if you've been listening to the shows, we've had nothing but nonstop rain here for months. Um... And I haven't put a garden in this year because I can't even run my rototiller through it. So uh, this could be the first year I don't put one in. We're getting into June now, so it's getting kind of late. But we'll see what happens because we know things can change as quick as they can change the other way. So um, on that note, you're all winners. Well, this is how we do it here. Stand up, take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth, and repeat after me. I am a winner. I am a champion, and I am unstoppable. Why? Because the way I'm gearing my head now, my head, my brain is still on fire from this morning. You learn to change the way you think. You have standards. You build things. You build yourself in a way that you create good habits. Because as Coach Lombardi said, it's just as easy to build great habits as it is poor habits. There's not much simpler than that when you hear those lines. So as I talk more and more on my solo shows about this, and we have our great friend Steve Cotter coming in, family member. Um, Steve and I get into this quite a bit. And a lot of other people in here, this is becoming a big thing here at Eminem. Because if you listen to my show with Paul Firepower Gray the other day that just went up, and then one with Dr. Wong, and that should be up either tonight or first thing in the morning, we really address this big time. And I'm going to talk about this with Steve because I want to get some of his thoughts on it, some of the things I hear and blah, 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 blah. But on that note, go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com, Winners and Champions, Inc., that is the premier product. Uh, you know, you know, we want a no-nonsense 14-module product that really speaks the truth. That's it. You're not going out and paying thousands of dollars for something that's not going to work. And I can say that because I love to peruse the Internet and see the shit that people are buying. And they wonder why they get no results, and then they quit or they get hurt. Well, I'm here to tell you, If you don't learn the basic lifting, the squat, deadlift, and some form of the press, whether it's a bench press, floor press, or overhead, you're getting nowhere, folks. Nowhere. And I don't care what you do. If you don't have the tools, the base tools, say goodbye. And say hello to injury and a lot of wasted money and time. 
I've been talking this more and more. I mean, I, 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 I've never been a guy that's not very frank about things. I'm a very blunt individual, and I don't like seeing people get hammered. I don't like that, but I can't think for you. So you should come in, take a look at that product, purchase that product. I'll help you with anything on it. I don't care where you live, but if you live in my area, you can come to the FBC Steel and Stone Yard, and I'll teach you the right way. Think about that. Also, too, our Prosperity Conscious page on FiorelloBarbellCo.com. It is an investment in FBC and M&M. There's a $25.50 and $100 investment, which goes right to PayPal, which goes right into the business. None of that money is used personally for me. You know I'm out working three or four days a week, which I absolutely hate because we're building the end of, of training back here again. Um, I got too much talent to be working for a bunch of fucking knuckleheads, and that's how I'm going to call them too. Because I'll tell you right now, I didn't say anything to Steve because we've been having internet problems, but we're going to crush that totally because we're back. I am very, very aggressive, man. Very aggressive right now. And it's like um, I got to be very careful because I could put my foot in my mouth if I don't. Um, But I'll tell you right now, I'm going to be very blunt about all that stuff. So come on in. You know, invest in two companies that are growing bigger and bigger and uh, just be part of the family. I'm telling you right now, you won't go wrong when you invest in here. And that amount of money, it was $25, $100, add that up over a year. I mean, we've got over 1,100 podcasts here, and we will be up five years at the end of September. That's monumental right there. Most podcasts, this is the the stats. I'm not making this up. Last 30 days, folks. So we've already beat the odds, and we will be national, and who knows? Somebody hears me here locally, we can end up in a radio station. And that's, I was saying the other night to a couple people that are talking to me, I said, uh, when we, Paul uh, Gray and I, the other day on our show, we were talking about that. I said, can you imagine if I was just in a central location, no matter what, all of you guys and gals around the show could come. You wouldn't be able to fit a body in there. There'd be so many people in there. And that is my dream, man. That is the national radio show. That's Eminem and everything else with it. So think about that, okay? Secondly, uh, motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. You want to talk gems, gold? Go out and listen to all the shows Steve and I have done over the years. I mean, this is what I tell people. Go out and re-listen to these shows. I'm telling you, every time you're going to learn something new. Repetition is the key if you want success, among many things. But there's nothing like repetition, doing it over and over, and you hit a snag and you figure another way. Okay? That's what I'm talking about. But we're going to get into that probably too today. Um Next thing, sign up for our free newsletter on MotivationMuscle.com. Goes to my MailChimp account. And you know me with content, you get probably more than anybody out there. So I'm not shy about content because I do believe that you need, you don't need to be led around and they tell you this and then they stop telling you. And you're like, well, what do I do now? There's a lot of people who just don't have the experience. And I know you got to learn from your experiences, but I'm not a guy that's going to leave you hanging on the ledge. I've had that done to me as a young kid, man, and you're so confused. You don't know what you're doing with training, blah, 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 blah. And you know what? I was very lucky. I had a lot of the older guys at the Y and a couple other friends through a health food store 
Oh, I got my I got my ass kicked a lot for being a wise guy, but once I realized how good these guys were, and these were the guys that would walk around your neighborhood that had a set of pipes on them that were gigantic, and they were strong. I know they weren't at the the top level, but I got news for you, man. There's something very unique about somebody that came up from nothing. And I know a lot of the guys now out there have too, but it's becoming less common more and more today. Next thing we're going to talk about is investing, buying advertising, and motivation muscle. It's right out on motivationmuscle.com. The rates are very, very good. Work with me for the next 30 years. I'll work with you, and we'll make a lot of money and help a lot of people out there. Because as I've told friends of mine that, you know, they don't really agree with my money principles a lot. I said, well, that's okay. But you like talking about all these causes, and I'm not going to get into this. I said, how do you think you're going to make these causes go? Initially, at least. you got to have money. You have to have money. Maybe you get people down the road to sponsor you like we're talking about. But that's going to be a little bit, unless you've got some friends that got a lot of money that believe in you and want to invest in you, you've got to go out and prove yourself. And you need money. And that is something a lot of people don't understand. So think about that, too. And don't forget about our YouTube channel, Fiorella Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. And I'm going to tell you right now, I was going to say this in the beginning, I'm your belligerent stone today. So get ready, because I've already warned you, and I know people like these real edgy shows, too. This isn't theater that you're dealing with right now. And before I bring Steve in... I want to tell you about Don G. Fardino's sale uh, that he's running through here on Motivation and Muscle. You get $45 off his kit when you put the code word in MM19. You can go to 8xclub.com. His phone number's there, and you can also order it through there. Or He's all over social media, but Donnie says the best way to get a hold of him usually is through Facebook. So, MM19... Get your $45 off the club kit. Take a look at it. If you're on the fence, call Donnie. Donnie will answer your questions because I talk to him all the time about that stuff. Um, He does return calls. So on that note, let me bring up Steve's uh, credentials here, and he's got a nice set. We, It's like him and Dr. Wong. They got the longest ones of all the stuff they've done. I love it. All right. For more than 30 years, Steve has promoted body-mind fitness around the world through martial arts, qigong, mobility, flexibility, and kettlebell training, and via IKFF educational courses. Steve works tirelessly to share the power of kettlebell far and wide, and his efforts to teach his art form has globally impacted the growth and popularity of kettlebell training. Um... Steve hasn't been on here in a couple months. He's been out of the country. I've been not available, or we almost missed. But we're back together again. Steve, it's always an honor to have you back, brother. Um, and welcome back to the family in Eminem. What's up, man? Uh, Thank you so much. What's up, everybody? Um, give out you know websites, anything that's going on. And we're going to talk about a subject today that's going to ring to a lot of things I just said in the opening called Hammer and the Nail. So take it away, brother. Yeah, man. Just uh, follow me on Instagram, Steve Cotter, Steve Cotter IKFF. Cool. I mean, that's yeah. where I, uh, um, a mutual friend of ours, Matt Dahl, who you know owns Sand Dune Designer. Yeah. He yeah. said Instagram has blown his business up probably a thousand percent. 
No, I'm not kidding you. He said, before, yeah, I mean, it's um, the, the world is all connected. So there, there's different, you know, there's different channels. It's not for everybody, but um, right, de- right. definitely for me, the Instagram's easier, you know, easier to use and a little bit easier to control the flow of noise mm-hmm. as, as compared to Facebook. But ultimately, they, they both serve the same, yeah. you know, they serve the same master. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's hey, a tool. I, I want to tell you something um, that you're going to appreciate. You know, you and I have talked offline about the mantras and, and the way to connect into the universe and energy. And, you know, we talk about money. Money is really just energy, et cetera, et cetera. Well, you're going to appreciate this because I think I've told you in the past, and I know your wife is Italian. One of the things I say tirelessly all through the day, all through the night among many is this. I am a wealthy Italian with a beautiful redheaded wife and a red Ferrari. How's that strike you? Well, uh, <laughs> that's I, I can tell that your favorite color is red. That's Absolutely. how that strikes me. <laughs> Absolutely. And I even have her name. It's Alessandra with S's. Okay. That's it. Um, well, that's um, stay focused, my man. Uh, hey, brother, look at We know what this stuff does. And when you have passion and you believe it, and that's a big thing right there, things are going to happen. As I say, um, events and happenings will come into your life. when you're. Yeah, putting... Most of us are afraid of our power is, well, is what it really I love comes pa- down to. Yeah. Well, I'm the... – I'm learning power like you wouldn't believe. I'm, I've been doing um, a lot of different things. I told you a little bit with the sand dune and the stones, and um, I do believe it's not fully worked out among the rack work John McKean and I are doing. I do believe I found the linchpin to the week, to why people fail with stones. I'm just finishing it up. I'm working it out. Um, you, a lot of people could uh, guess, and I guarantee you, you're wrong. Um, and I've been really, really just working so many different things, um, enjoying it, and, and enjoying a power that has been at times, like I, I said to my brother yesterday, because he was talking to me, I said, there's been times when I didn't even feel human anymore. Um, hard to explain, but this is all the impact of everything I'm doing mentally right now. And we'll do the rest of my life. And eventually it's all going to come out. But if you go out and listen to any of the shows with Steve or anybody, or you go out and listen to my solo shows, you're going to get a little bit of a, a wake-up call to what I'm up to. Um, you're not going to probably understand a lot of it at first, but I encourage everyone, like everyone, to go out and do some research. That's what I did, and it's taken me to where I am right now. And my whole thing on everything is just to keep getting better 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 and better you start thinking that way living that way folks you know what you're not going to want that nine to five you're not going to want to be a pain in the ass to everybody and i'll tell you one thing you're not going to be putting people down that are going for their love for their life so on that steve and i are going to talk about the hammer well hammer and the nail steve take it away because i've been talking like crazy but let's start right up with the hammer and the nail yeah, so um, credit where credit is due, uh, the great sensei, uh, Salo Hibero, is a six-time world champion in jiu-jitsu, uh, my sensei. And what he says, and which I, which is a 
really an underlying uh, theme of my life that I'm always conscious of. It's sometimes you're the hammer, sometimes you're the nail. And when I started to understand that and grasp that, you know, and, and the jujitsu is definitely um, emblematic, mm-hmm. but it's it's a life. You know, martial arts is really just a distilled essence of primitive function, which is, you know, fight and flight. Yep. So our, our primitive functions of fight and flight, um, all athletics, all sports, leisures, those all grow out of that because we have the we have the luxury of cities and king, kingdoms, really. So we, we are no longer amongst the beasts, but, yep. but our our ancestors are of the beasts. You see, so we we sort of the modern human has evolved outside of the jungles and the forests. And yet all the training and all the what we aspire to do through strength training, through martial arts is to restore and reconnect with that primitive function. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have the stones, you know, you, you have your art. My art is is through the martial art, uh, but it brings us to the same discoveries. Yeah. You know, it's and the hammer and the nail is. It fits into my my worldview because for me it's about unity. I've spoken a bit about this before yeah. uh, with you. Um, you know, not a dualistic point. So, you know, and the idea that sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. <laughs> uh, you know, but but in jujitsu you're going to get smashed. Oh yeah, you're gonna and, and you're and you're going to smash somebody sometimes. So. Um, being comfortable sort of regardless of the perspective, not, not necessarily like, oh yeah, everything's great. I'm doing well, you know, I'm dominating. Uh, but now you step up, you know, now you start punching up a few weight classes and you start rolling with people that are far more experienced because, because ultimately it's leverage, right? It's not about, doesn't matter how big the person, doesn't matter how strong they are because skill Skill is going to overcome, you know, and in a word, it's leverage. Yep. Same principle that we use in strength training, right? Yep. And, um, the other side of it, that you're coming under. But the leverage and, and so, you know, sometimes you get smashed and sometimes you're smashed. And <laughs> being comfortable and being able to be in a situation where, like, I'm, I'm getting smashed right now mm-hmm. and, you know, and I'm – uh, I don't like it, but but it's going to be okay. It's you know I'm calm, and I'm breathing, and I'm going to figure my way out of this difficult situation. And it's that it's that calmness and that acceptance, and you know it just it fits into my life as an overall because um, you know I don't complain. I'm right. not a person that complains. Right. You know, bad, bad things happen in life. Sure. In, inconveniences happen and no one's inconveniences. It's only important to the individual who's experiencing it, right? But it's not – it doesn't take importance over other people that are – you know, you missed your flight. Well, that's that's too bad for you. <laughs> you exactly. Know, yep. Somebody else in another part of the world is, is – probably you know looking for some food because they haven't eaten in a few days so right, right. it's 
you know, and, and so at, on one hand, it's, if you're getting smashed, nobody's going to feel sorry for you. Nope. So you have to, you have to figure it out and, you know, teamwork makes the dream work yep. because we need, we need others to help us teach the lessons that we're not able to learn ours, ourselves. And, you know, again, the, the, the hammer and the nail is just a great analogy that, that just makes a lot of sense to me. And you see it, you see it all the time. Um, you know, and, and momentum is, is another way to discuss that. The momentum that's working in our life, bringing us in, in a certain direction. And sure. that can be a negative spiral and it can be a positive spiral. Hey, Steve, you know, what I've been learning a lot as of late, too, and I'd like you to comment on this, too, is, you know, when we talk about getting smashed, literally, and we go through these, this, this sea of waves all the time, you know, and, and most people, let's face it, are going to fight it. That's your first mistake. But what I have found with so many of these things that have happened, now I say to myself, this is an opportunity now to come up with something. When I went with that attitude, suddenly I took an awful lot of pressure off myself. Because, yes. because this, look, folks, you need to have a certain amount of pressure on yourself. Everybody will tell you, oh, you can't have stress in your life. Okay. well, you Pressure do, makes diamonds. There you go, brother. And, and this, is what I, this is what I want to say to you is this. I got into this with a number of people. Because I'm not naming names, but I'm sure you've heard of these people. I'm not saying they're bad. I mean, they've all made it very high in their echelon of athletics, or they've coached with pro coaches, or blah, 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 blah. And, you know, we were talking about this with Dr. Juan, too, and I was talking to him last night. It was very interesting because, and I'm, I'm going to rope this all together and give it to you. So if I sound like I'm firing all over, it's for a reason. It was very interesting. Yesterday, I was, I don't remember if I was listening to something or reading something. And the Washington Redskins now, for anybody who doesn't know who they are, they're a professional NFL football team, are going a different route for recovery. And Steve and I have talked about recovery. I mean, it's, it's to the point now where it's just so saturated, all right? That's the buzzword. Okay. Now, cold water. You know, we know Steve. Steve knows Wim Hof. We know, and I've studied him, read him. I had one of his assistants on here a couple of years ago. There's no doubt about it. And now the science end is all in with it. Okay, so it's very interesting when they inject Hoff with something and he doesn't get yeah, sick. Ebola. Right. I mean, Ebola. yeah, his body, you know, and what he climbed three-quarters away of Mount Everest, and he had to stop because his eye froze. I mean, most people would say, no, 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 but this is what my point here. I've been doing the cold water forever. I've got to get a bucket tomorrow now that it's now I can walk outside and open up the faucet because it's not frozen. I'll be doing that dousing, dumping it right over my head. That'll wake you up quick. Okay, that's one. Yes. Then, then we're talking about, you know, they're talking about, obviously, um, um, uh, Epsom salts. Well, I've been using that forever. Um, and, you know, obviously, like we talk about, you know, Paul Becker's Earth Pulse and the stim machines and all that. So now this is totally caught on, at least with one team in the NFL. So Dr. Wong, who has coached professional teams, said, Eric, you know, 
I was doing this stuff 25 years ago. And I said, well, I'm not surprised one bit because of his extensive just background and everything. But I, I do like the idea that they are starting to look at things. I think right now, and I've done some stuff with Dale Dugas, too. He's got some great products. He's been helping me with some stuff. Um, cold water therapy, I'll tell you right now, is unbelievable. And that's a discipline like you would not believe because, you know, to temper water that cold and be able to stand under it in a shower or dump the water over your head or, you know, if you, I remember, you know, I'll never forget the picture. I think it was in an old uh, Milo magazine. And I wish I remembered who it was, but I think it was in Siberia. And not only were they rolling around in the snow, um, but they had cut sections of ice out of like a river or whatever it was and there they are in it and it's like it's unbelievable and you know i've listened to a lot of interviews wim hoff has done i'd love to get him on here but i don't think we're big enough for him that's okay but my point of the matter is this some of these modalities are unbelievable and i am i haven't been saying a lot of things i've been doing i'm finding big changes all through my body psychologically um, the way the brain, we talk about the feet, proprioception, connecting to the brain, all these things. And when we talk about the hammer and the nail, you're going to run up to, okay, the hammer might be okay for today, but boy, oh boy, I just got a nail put right through my forehead. Seriously. So I'm going to give this right to you, Steve. My point of the matter is this. I got into this with these guys the other day. I still believe, yep. Metal, the, the whole metal game has become bigger than life now. If you listen to anybody on any show, now it's this, this, and this. Okay, but here's my point of contention with all that. If you're starting out, you got to get down and dirty with whatever you're doing. And that might mean scuffed up knees, a broken nose, a black eye. You can't bend your fingers for a week. Okay, maybe you drop the plate on your foot. This is where it all begins, folks. This is the pain people don't want. This is the glory. Of, I, I can't speak kettlebell because I don't have the experience that, obviously, Steve's got. But I can equate the weightlifting stuff I do to what he does because it's it's different, but it's the same. And my whole point of contention with all this stuff I'm hearing now is that stuff's great. But someone coming in right now, you can teach them the mental things without teaching them if you get steve take it away do you understand what i'm saying here though yeah i'm I'm completely with you so you know you brought up the great example wim hoff is a great example now it's not wim hoff it's that it's it's time and place and wim wim gets to be the the prophet wim gets to be the teacher that for since the beginning of time we were breathing we've always been breathing so there's no newness there's no there's no new technique but for whatever reason all of a sudden now it's sexy this guy comes in the world and he gets to make it where hey what's this event and people are getting involved and laird hamilton and now the redskins and it's all because of wim hoff so credit where credit's due but you talk about the cold and this ties into the hammer and the nail too Mm -hmm. because the breeze see i don't think it's the cold because I, I, I've evolved, I've evolved it. Not that I've said I'd take it farther, but you know, I've, I do the practice. I've been through his 10 week fundamental 
I trained with him live in, on one occasion. Um, you so know, are you, so you talking to – Steve, are you, you talking more to the breathing? Yes. The okay. breathing is the fundamental because yep. I, I don't do the ice baths regularly. Okay. But when I do it, I'll, I'll sit in there for a half hour mm-hmm. and because – it's both. It's both. What we, but but the if you go deep into it, what you realize is is the consciousness. It's there. the direction of the mind into the cell, into the brainstem, and through that you go into the cell directly. And it's about the alkaline and the the acidic balance and the alkalinity and and the adrenaline through the you know through the breath retention. Yep. This drives up the adrenaline. That's what burns out the viruses, and that's why he didn't get the Ebola when they injected him. And and also the people that he trained, because when they injected him, they thought he was a genetic freak anomaly. Yep. And then it was only when they did the the study and they got the groups of the ten people. You know, they injected these group and this group and the. This group, they all got sick, and the ones doing the Wim Hof, they all were able to recover. Correct. Two of them, I think, showed some symptoms like runny nose, but they were able to recover because, you know, so they proved it. And that's when the scientists started saying, okay, let's go deeper, right? So we have the science, like you said. It all goes down the Wim Hof, and there's all these com- companies now opening, breathing, and and that's great. But I always like to go to the source, you know, so, um, you know, but I take his method and I study it and I work with and I've evolved it with my own practice because it's about lifestyle. It's about what you do day in, day out. It's not something that you experience once, right? It's how, you you know, in the martial art and the jujitsu, it's, it's the same because, okay, it's air and blood. So somebody's trying to squeeze your carotid right and yeah. so the the ability and and you're getting smashed you're getting pressure like we're talking about well the breathing is the tool that gives you that and what you're talking about that's i call it acceptance it's mm-hmm. acceptance is when you're not getting yeah it's a difficult situation um and i got my you know my nose my head against the grindstone <laughs> yeah. um you know as the saying goes but it's the acceptance of just receiving life the way it is. And that's, that's where you are at that moment. And, and so you understand that you have the capacity within you to solve the riddle, to overcome or, or to understand the problem. You know, Cause things are only a problem when we don't have the, the information, we don't have the experience. So we perceive, and it's our own limitations that give us experience of suffering and difficulty. And, so if if the mindset is one of just embracing the reality of what is and not necessarily uh, grading it in a sense like, oh, this is a good thing or this is a bad thing. Well, a lot of that's based on our upbringing and our, sure. you know, um, if you look at doc, Dr. Bruce Lipton, I've been looking at some of his yep, stuff. I, have. I like yep. I like how he presents, but. He says it real well. It's, you know, the first seven years of your life, that's, that's the hypnosis yep. stage. And then, and then after, you know, the age of seven, now you're, and it has to do with the brain waves, the theta, the theta is the, you know, the trance, that's yep. the hypnosis. And, you know, then we kind of go into the waking state as adults and we're wandering around trying yep. to figure out what life's what? all about, yep. you know, stop, stop playing and you know, but those ingrained habits, right? So as adults, we have to be able to go back in and, and go back into the subconscious and reprogram because for, for, you know, for good or bad, right? That's all relative, but we, we get the experiences. And then if we don't, if those experiences don't serve us, 
well, we have to be able to consciously change those habits, you know, well, subconsciously, but you use the conscious mind to go under. Yep. And, you know, the breathing all ties into that because meditation or any type of hypnosis or anything else, ultimately what, what Wim is really saying, mm-hmm. as I go deep into the message of it, mm-hmm. it's not, okay, cold water. Yeah, you take a cold shower. See, what I think the cold water is what brings the masses because that's easy to do. For anyone who doesn't have the quote-unquote self-discipline to yep. do their breathing exercise, to do their, their you know, their horse stance, their push-ups, their stone lifting, the hardcore, the physical training that you have to do day in, day out that hurts, that isn't comfortable. Most people don't want to do that, but you can no. turn on the cold shower and, and kind of get yourself to suck it up for 30 seconds or a minute. And that's an entry. That's an entry into. But the thing is, the cold makes you breathe. Exactly. You have to breathe. Yeah. And so actually, when you have the breathing, you can go into the cold and you're still breathing. Mm-hmm. Right. So there are physiological benefits and he does also get into that the vascular system with the cold. So there there's definitely physiological benefits and so the cold is part of the greater equation. Yep. But I believe the main equation is the mind itself. And that we're actually talking about the same thing. And then with the mind, you use the mind to guide the breath. And then with that, when you go into the cold, it forces you to go deeper and deeper. And the colder you go, the deeper you You're have to breathe. Go. Yeah. Well, because you have to live, because you have to survive, and so you have to go into the brown fat and the deep arterial. You know, you have to go deep into the deepest recesses of the universe. And the, some of the things that I'm doing, like I, I did a five minute retention. Um, last week, which, which is pretty long, you know, it's not about, it's not about trying to do PRs necessarily or pushing, but it's a pretty long time if you've yeah. messed with the breath retention, you know, and I yeah. kind of scared my wife cause she was thinking like, hey, honey, she was thinking I was dying and, you know, <laughs> I guess turn, turn purple and stuff. Cause you do the, you know, you do the squeezes and there's different things you do with, with the Wim Hof method, sure. uh, you know, and so she wasn't aware <laughs> yeah and, and i never watch myself when i'm doing it so it's like i don't know if i'm turning purple or whatever but that's <laughs> <felt> right <laughs> you feel great <laughs> you know but I, I go really deep in my practice and and yep. um in fact to the point where it's like i'm thinking i got to go to his his camp in poland i'm going to try to get out yeah, there in january I'd love to do, yep the sixth day because i yep. feel i need i need some face time i need some some personal time with him to you know ask the kind of questions at the level that I, that I take it because what I feel, and I'm not, this is not a recipe. I'm not advocating this. I'm just sharing my thing and how, and what I've kind of figured about it. You're going so deep. You, you go deep enough. You're at that edge where life and death merge. And now you can step from one world into the other world. And yes, that's where it gets, you know, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to push it and play on that ledge too much without the guidance. And I'm, I'm quite sure Wim has gone places that, that few have ever known. Yeah. So there's probably not too many people that can answer the kind of questions that, that I am at right now. Mm-hmm. And I know that, that he could, you know, and that's the type of thing where you need that, that physical mentorship. You can't really get it online because no, no. uh, online it's for the masses. Like anybody can sign up and do the program. That's going to bring you to a certain point. But if you want to go far, you know, so it, it, the, the breathing and 
that's underneath all of it. So when you say the mind and the breath, it's kind of the same thing in the sense that that is the breath is the tool that the mind uses to connect with the body. I agree. So the breath is like that interim that, you know, if if you like there's heaven, there's hell and there's the Armageddon, right? Yep. <laughs> so the breath is like that. Yeah. That in-between world where it's like you're not here, you're not there, but it ties it together. And that's what enables you to, to go places. And whatever you – you know, not, not to get it too far out into the metaphysical because, you know, again, it's the muscle. Right? It's sure. the body. Yep. So – but that mindset, that's what enables individuals like, like him, like yourself, like yep. me, like, like, you know, others that are able to do – you know what what most people see and they consider it advanced they consider it superhuman they consider it impossible none of that it's just the paradigm that you live in but that, you know yeah. ultimately for me self discipline yep is the ultimate skill because and the breath is the kind of the vehicle which enables us to have the self discipline because regardless of your level if you take it to the edge where now you're no longer physically in control right you could get the into only big trouble yeah yeah well the only thing we have left is the ability to recover the yep. ability to to get back into that alkalinity because we yep. cannot exist in acidic for very nope. long nope and that's... you you can you can visit but you can't stay there for long so you know that's where that's the great gift of the Winhoff method is he's making that because, you know, we were not the superior beast if right. we go back to our early hominids that, that we're all descending from. And, you know, like we were having to, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, and so yeah. Wim's just doing it consciously because we've been sitting in cubicles for the past, you know, century at least Destroyed. or near, near yep. century now. So yep. we've been industrialized. And so what? the, you know. In the name of progress, we've lost the roots. Yeah, you've lost. And yeah, so now yeah. it's coming back to the primitive. And, you know, what is more primitive than breathing? Well, I'll tell you one thing here. And I said this about Iceland when I went the last two times. It's the same thing with what we were talking about with breathing and everything. My whole thing about all this, because I don't believe in theories, and I hate that word, is this. With any of this stuff, cold water, the breathing, Iceland, all that, to me, it's one foot in the old and one in the new, meaning yep. one foot in the old world and you're one foot in the new. You could go either way. The interesting thing I want to tell you, and I, I can't wait to hear what you say about this. We Look, folks, if you haven't done cold water, you know, I'm not a guy that wants to say be careful, but be careful. Go out and read about it. See if it's for you. You will find, too, with cold water, it's going to make you breathe. You're going to feel like you're Get running out of air. Yeah. Yeah. Get some now, education. Yeah, There's plenty get, of yeah. free stuff. Yeah. Jim's been very generous yeah. with giving. Yeah. You know, so le learn a little bit. Yeah. Don't just jump yeah. out and be stupid. And, yeah. Yeah. Get hurt. But here's something real interesting I've been doing. And I know you're familiar with this, but probably a lot of our audience isn't. In the Now, I stay in that cold water for a while. And I do Honoponopono in it. What do you think? Well, you saying hono pono pono? That's you're talking verbally, like yeah, yeah. I'm saying I, yeah. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Okay, okay. So, so it's a mantra. Mantra over and over. Okay. Well, I believe mantras are you know it's vibration. So mantras are powerful, 
Um, and I, and there's many different mantras. I'm not an expert in, right. in, in mantras per se, but, right. um, we all have different, you know, Wim, Wim uses the, who lets the dog, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hoo, yep. Hoo, hoo. Yep. <laughs> so there's, but yep. ultimately sound is vibration. So it's math, yeah. you know, it, it, math is the highest science and it's all, you know, everything adds up. So the sound, the sound is the vibration. Absolutely. And when you when you're di- consciously directing the vibration and using the primitive um, universal sounds, then yes, there's a lot of power in that. And and I can't really speak about what is on the other side of that because well, you know what it is, Steve. But I, I believe in it. I believe in it. Yes, well, I believe in and love, love and forgiveness, right. and these are are eternal things yep. that yep. we can always. The more you're resonating there, the better life gets. I know that. Well, and here's another thing. There's so many people out there, and I, don't, and I know it's true. I talk to a number. They hate themselves. They don't love themselves. They think, there's something wrong. they think there's something wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I am forgiving myself. When yeah. I say, and, and, and when you talked about, you know, with Wim going, ooh, ooh, and, and, it, and it gets deeper and deeper well the same thing happens when i'm saying i'm sorry please forgive me thank you i love you every time i'm saying it you can hear me verbally going another notch and what it's doing in in any of this stuff you're touching parts of your subconscious mind and whether it's all leaking into each other everywhere i don't know is it the universe now that's picking it up why suddenly is that sound that's coming out of me deeper and deeper and more pronounced well there could be a lot of reasons for that that's one of the things i do i i think it is one of the greatest things to do one of the things i love to do before i get into the shower it's the old mirror method say to yourself i love you now people probably laugh and say eric's a dope you do that keep saying i love you and look into that mirror let it look back at you. Say that. Watch what's going to start happening to your life. Any of these people out there, any of these big speakers, Tony Robbins, Jim Rohn, any of these people, Bob Proctor, go back and read anything about Carnegie, Napoleon Hill, any of these people, they all realized, when we, you know, we talk about the hammer and the nail, these people, some of them suffered for decades with nothing, or they made a fortune and lost it three times. One of the things I've read back and forth about all these people was this. Number one, they had unbridled courage in them and, and belief, which is so important. You know, you could call it belief, you can call it believe in God, however you want to phrase it. But the thing was, too, they had this will. This will that would not say surrender. Okay? And you can bet when we talk about getting nailed or hammered right into the ground. You know, you know, we always hear about this. Oh, geez. You know, they're worth millions of dollars or billions now. You know, you know they, they did that pretty easy. Really? I would tell you to go interview these people and see how easy it was. Because it's not. And the problem I see with all this stuff and why so many people just get flattened or, as we say, hammered right into the ground is this. Everybody's looking for an easy way out. 
They don't want to work. I mean, I got friends of mine that own businesses, you know, where it's labor. They can't even hide. High school kids don't even want to do it anymore. All right? It's the same thing. What was I reading? Harley Davidson is in big trouble, and it's not for wanting to move their plants. They're finding the younger, the 25s to 30-year-olds, they don't want to buy Harley Davidsons. Most of them don't even drive. All right? So the thing is, it's like when we talk about all these things, and I'm going to revert right back to, to, to the gym again. I'm talking a real gym, not some 24-hour fly-by-night. I'm talking to a place where it's not pretty, it's not clean, but it's dynamically a place where it gives you, you know, did you ever walk in somewhere, any of you, and 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 all of a sudden you look at the atmosphere and you're like, wow, this place really seems like it wants to get something out of me. You know, I know people walk the 95 feet down my driveway, and the last 35 or so is going to be all stones and tires. That's pretty. That's a pretty big eye opener to people that whether they've had some experience or not. You know, I've had people say to me that don't even know me. Said I knew when I hit that point that this was no bullshit I was coming upon. All right, that's what I'm trying to say to everyone. It's like to build this type of mental tenacity to be able to take whatever's thrown at you and keep coming back, keep coming back, keep coming back. Be slow to change. Build your stuff. You know, make decisions quickly. Stick with them. Don't give up at the first turn that goes south on you, okay? I'm telling you right now, you'll be, I know they say this all the time, you'll become the best version of yourself, but believe me, you, you will. It's all yours, Steve. Well, most of our stories are filled with uh, stories about the hero overcoming suffering yes. <laughs> in some form or another, you know, uh, the patience of Job. But, um, yeah, I, I guess um, different personalities, some, some of us take on needless suffering. Some yeah. of us struggle more than is actually necessary, but I think it, it really has a lot to do with our upbringing. It has a lot to do with our, uh, our life experience. And there is, there's not an easy way, but you, you do get at shoes on where you put the work, Yeah, you know, and, um, a lot of the most difficult work is the inner work. It's not, uh, necessarily the, you know, the wake up at 4am and, and hit the road, you know, and, and there's different approaches, you know, there's different, there are very successful people that say, you know, work hard. That's the secret to success. And, you know, now in this time in the 21st century and the merging of the, of the technological, you know, yeah. the, uh, supernova, yep. the cloud, cloud technology that we have um you have other very successful people that you know basically their work is on the mind they're not doing a lot of manual labor they're getting their you know it's not about all oh, you know four hours of sleep and you know you got you can you can sleep when you're dead yeah that's sort yeah. of the that's yeah. sort of the kind of i don't want to say it's an old model yep. but it's a model that there's a new model and there's people showing that that model isn't necessarily the only model. 
And, yep. you know, for the first and, – and I think that, you know, there's there's pros and cons to all of it because what you're talking about with the young people that you see that, you know, they don't want to work, a lot of that is because they're born into um, an environment in which things are so automated. And sure. so, you know, the, all the kids have smartphones and all and, – and, access to compute, you know, computers. And <clears throat> we didn't have that as kids and certainly our parents, you know, and, and going back even to the grandparents generation, they're, they're really from the old world, you know, compared to what we have now. So, um, that work ethic is a different work ethic, mm-hmm. but I also, on, on the optimistic side, you're going to see some extremely bright children, um, now coming like, like my kids and, and their generation, um, you're seeing kids that have the idea about like my daughter, you know, not, not to single out my kids, but just the example that I'm most familiar with, you know, my oldest daughter, she's studying for engineering. My, my sure. middle daughter's starting university. She's for environmental sciences, you know, her, mm-hmm. her boyfriend's going into law, but, you know, when I ask him about it, it's because he sees a need for changes. He wants to work from the inside to change some of the, you know, the corruption that we have in society. And and we need that too. We need people working from, you can't just say, oh, all lawyers or, you know, or all this or all that, right? You need to have good people working in the, you know, all plumbers are going to smell like shit at some point in their work, work career, but but yep. God bless the plumbers, and we would would never well, think to get rid of all right. of them, right. you know. So it's it's like that, right? And you can yeah. say the same about anything about police. Oh, I don't like cops. Well, you know, human, they're people. These yeah. we're all people, yeah. And everyone's doing the best that they can, and you know, rather than just labeling like, oh, that's there is a lot of. You know, we have gone astray. Humanity has has gone astray in many regards, but that's not to say that there isn't optimism for you know better better opportunities. And yeah. you know, there I think there's more and more people that are becoming um, more tapped into what you're speaking about with with the understanding of the use of your mind and thoughts, which which is a, a part of it, and, and also about the compassion and. You know, when you say I, I love you know, I love myself, I love yeah. you, I forgive yeah. you. Yeah. That extent it starts with ourself and then extends to ultimately the the cosmos. It ultimately to, you know, your whole the whole space that you're in, which is the space of your your mind, your body, and then it's the room you're in, and then it's the building you're in, and then it's the neighborhood, the city, the state, the country, the the continent, the planet. And then when we start getting bigger than the planet, we're going out into the solar system and the universe. And then what's beyond the universe? Well, if you ask me, it's got to be the multiverse, right? So then, you know, so how, how, how big is your consciousness? How expansive and ultimately we are tied in to the vastness of, and we are the universe, but not as an individual, you know, individually connected. Yep individually connected and so you know um there is a lot that comes with when we develop awareness about this and and now what's happening and i'm not i'm not into this and i'm not saying that in the right setting i may may not be willing to be because it's just time and place and but you know just for the information 
what you have a lot going on right now too is I think you know Silicon Valley is driving a lot of the trends. Yep. And you have this trend towards the use of psychedelics, which is becoming uh, I don't know if quite mainstream, but it's coming more mainstream, more okay. into the public discourse. You have, you know, I, I mean, hi, I, the ayahuasca retreats. We yep. started hearing about those the last five, you know, five years ago, and now you have, you know, you got a lot of groups and individuals going down to Peru and the Amazon to do these. You have the, you know, the DMT. You have guys like Graham Hit, uh, Graham Hancock talking about the war on consciousness. Right. You have Den Denver just uh, voted. Uh, the decriminalization of psilocybin, which is the mushrooms. Uh, California, it's coming up on an initiative to do the same, right. you know, and so ultimately it's probably it just, it's some years behind the marijuana, the way the marijuana, you know, first it was decriminalized in a few areas and sure. it was medical and recreational, right? So I'm not saying it's good or bad, you know, it could get really crazy, but what I'm saying is that and you even have things like, you know, I've read article about um, in Silicon Valley, some executives like micro-dosing LSD, like wow. micro-micro-dosing LSD for performance enhancement, you know, feeling that it makes them more productive. And and you have guys like Dave Asprey, who his brand is very famous, the Bulletproof brand, right? So yep. the bu Bulletproof coffee and the different, yep. you know, that guy is... Um, He's kind of a, a thought leader in that, and I recently saw an interview with him. And I, I, I actually left with a higher impression. I didn't really know much of the guy. I didn't really have a, a, a favorable or unfavorable. But after, after listening to his interview, I can see that, you know, he's a very bright guy, and he's the guy that I think put into the public uh, discourse the use of the term ketosis. Mm -hmm. At least, you know, everyone's talking about ketosis. Big he was buzzword. Kind of, yep. Yep. And um, what was the other thing that biohack? I think biohack. He's some consider would say he's the first biohacker because it's kind of a new concept. But you have these, and his background is Silicon Valley and you know venture capital and this. So you know you have folks from that world who are techies yep. at a time when technology is becoming more and more dominant, more and more integrated into our day to day affairs. And more and more as you become wealthier. So, you know, like like right now, the people that have more money are going to be the people that have, you know, a Lexus and their house is all set up with Google or Apple yep. or whatever, your, you know, your, your AI. But that all trickles down and it will, you know, maybe it'll be a three years or five years or ten years. But it, there will be at some point, like everybody has smartphones, everybody's going to have automated AI, right? Mm -hmm. in, in, in their schools and in their businesses and in their homes. And that's just the, the way things are going. So because of that, Silicon Valley has a really dominant position in the culture. And a lot of the ideas are kind of finding their way. And, you know, some of the ideas of guys like Dave Asprey, it's like he wants to live to be 180 years old at least. Right. Okay, so how yeah. are we going to do that? And, you know, I can afford it, right? Because I, I have a lot of capital. I have a lot of currency to spend on the thing. On, and, you know, so I want to live longer. And how do I do that? Oh, well, we can turn off, you know, we've identified the gene. Yeah, that genome. Is there. aging. Yep. And, you know, now we're going to have these in two years or three years, we're going to have these nanobots that are small enough 
that we can inject it into you and it's going to go in and it's going to, you know, it's a smart thing. So it goes in and identifies the gene, tracks it, boom, turns it off. And, you know, and, and, and these type, oh, we've identified, we've isolated the gene that causes leukemia and osteoporosis. Right. So now, okay, I'm going to live to be whatever. Right. So, and I'm not saying that that's necessarily the solution either, because I don't really believe in death anyway. So it's like, you know, what difference if my life is going to be full at 90 or 80 or 70 or 180 or 300, I I think it's, you know, it's a speck in time in the big picture, if we can have not just be in our ego and about ourselves and our identity of like, I'm Steve Cotter, right? You're, you're, we're, we're something tied into something more than all of that. I agree. Which is infinite. So I'm not personally that interested in, the, but on the psychedelics, the other part of it is they're seeing like, you know, there's been studies, but FDA has never approved them. The, now the stuff is starting to become more, more known about it using, you know, psilocybin, for example, to treat different types of post-traumatic stress disorder and traumas and using like MDMA, which is like the, they used to call it ecstasy, you know, yep. the street drug, right? And, you know, you have all these different drugs that are actually when used properly with medical supervision and correct dosage and so on, they can do amazing um medicine in terms of helping people versus again i'm not and anyone could get offended at any time from anything that anyone says sure understanding that no offense no offense intended to anybody but the technologies of the of the past things like the church you know and the family yep and the struck and the school and the state Perhaps we're not going to go to those structures as much moving forward because actually we can access the information ourselves. And, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe we don't need to be controlled by some higher authority that is going to guide the way we think and the way we dress and, the you know, and, and so we're coming into the early part of that where individuals are having or even, you know, even like Terrence McKenna talks about the stone date. Right. Sure. So there's a there's a viable speculation. I don't know what you call it. I guess it's a theory, even though you don't like that word. Ah, uh, that's all right. We, yeah, you can say it. You know, but but at one point in human development, you know, as we were maybe during the ice age when we were moving north and and fur, fur, you know foraging, looking for food, and you know uncovered some mushrooms under some sure. rock. And hey, yep. all of a sudden, in that you know he talks about that. He enabled our consciousness to develop and the you know, the, the neocortex and the sex drive and all these things that, you know, cause our ancestors were hanging out in trees and now we're doing all this shit. So how did, where does the dots connect? Yeah. Like, how do we come from, Oh, you know, we don't have fire and now we have fire and okay, now I have a stick and fire and now I can keep that, you know, tiger or woolly mammoth away with the fire. And so now, you know, we can start figuring out oh, with this, this stick that I just caught on fire. Now it's a number two pencil and I can write something on the cave wall. And now we figure out paper. So now we can write on the paper and now the paper can travel. And now we have the printing printing press. Yep. Yeah, so now I can print this shit and spread it out everywhere. Right. So the word in the beginning was the word. Right. So we have all this stuff. 
and it's really cool, but I think that what's happening is humanity more and more start to realizing that, oh man, we got so caught up in the consumerism and having stuff and having power in the material world that we've become so disconnected from our true selves. And yet now I desire to have that back and I have no idea how to get there. And, but I want that, but I don't want to give up the nice shit that I have. I don't want to give up the, 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 the flat screen and I don't want to give up the convenience but I still want to be primitive at the same time, right? So that's kind of – we have this and, and the biohackers are kind of there, you know, but I'm not of that world. You're not of that world, dude. You're you're a physical culturalist. I'm a yeah. physical culturalist. So my thing is that the education is out there and there's people speaking about and teaching about consciousness. I think it's amazing. Yeah. But what I think is – Moses was a martial artist. Moses, he had the, he led, he led the tribe through the Reed Sea. Mm-hmm. And then the waters rose and the Pharaoh and his army was washed away. So they were freed back to the, you know, again, Moses wasn't necessarily the first, but most of our Western culture, at least it traces to the, to the Abrahamic stories, right? So the, the our civilization is kind of built on on those stories, you know, the Old Testament and the New Testament. You know, whether or, or not one identifies as religious, it's not it's not really a religious discussion. It's just a discussion about history and humanity and origins. You know, so I believe that that's you know, I guess what I'm saying is. Mm-hmm. The physical culturalists, you know, and it's not, I say martial arts because that's how I identify, but I, but we're all martial artists. You're a martial artist yep. too, but your, your art form and the tools that you use might be a little different, yep. but fundamentally, baby, fight and flight, like when the shit comes down, <laughs> are, yep. are you ready to, you know, sometimes you're the hammer, sometimes you're the nail. Absolutely. So, you know, if, when it's time to bang, that's what it is. You know, and and that's more important than what style you study, and, and you know who's your because it ain't who you, who's your sensei. It's what what you're gonna do. <laughs> when, well, yeah, and you know what the interesting thing is because uh, the whole time you were talking about this, all that kept flashing in my head was we said one foot in the old, one foot in the new world. Yeah, it, exactly. It, 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 is this Steve? Um. You, like myself, we have to have technology for what we do. I've got no problem with it. But, like yourself, I am a physical culturist, which I can't live without. Um, I have to be physical, no matter how much it's going to be, whether I'm 40, 50, 60, 100. I'll always do something. And the more I hear and see... And I want—I forgot to say this when we were talking so much with the subconscious. There was this, and correct me if I'm wrong. If you think I'm wrong when I say this, um, what's fine? What I'm finding with me is I seem to be withdrawing from more and more people. Now let me clarify that. Um, I'm not cold to. Well, you know, the life sucks theory, though I don't want to hear it around me. Um, you know, you've been up five years, you should be making ten grand a month. 
Why don't you give it up? Go do something else. Why do you want to go to Iceland and all those places to lift big stones? Why are you working and doing all this crazy stuff in Iraq that which, which could literally separate you in threes with a guy who's 69 years old that's still rolling huge weights, et cetera, et cetera. And my whole thing right now is this. As I keep taking this, this frontier on mentally with the cold water, with who knows what's going to pop next with me, because I am of like mind of that. I'm more interested in finding as much as I can about me, my genome. We talked about ancestors and all that. All the things that are going on in you folks is passed down from generation to generation. And your parents didn't mean to say to you, well, get, you know, get a nice nine to five, get a wife, three plus kids and a pension. That's how they were brought up. All right. That's not for me. So I don't connect and identify with a lot of people. Can I talk to you and be friendly with you? Of course. Yeah. We're not going to go much further than that. And then when you start asking me about the physical end of life, and I don't like getting into a lot of this stuff because a lot of people don't understand it. And a lot of people, I'll tell you right now, they're, they're very, um, uh, what's the word I want, intimidated. Without being intimidating to them because it's like, you lift that thing, I'm like, and they're like, oh, I, I could never do that. Well, I, I understand that, but I didn't ask you that. That's So I, 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 I spread the word of the positive side of physical culture, you know, what it can do, how it can make you mentally a giant, how you can have such spirit and belief in yourself, and how you can help others, which is the most important part of all the strength we talk about. But here's the, here's the uh, deciding end with me. I think there's going to be a point in time where I'm going to go somewhere like a Poland where Wim Hof is or in Iceland or deep in who knows where in Scotland or Finland or there's plenty of places in the United States you could get kind of lost into. Life might draw me down that way because um, I, I can't stand the, the noise around me. You go in places it, I, because what I've done to myself, folks, is – I've made myself very cognizant of so many things. And I believe as you take and build your life force and you make all these connections in the universe and you meet different people. And I said before in the beginning, you know, people, places and things are going to get start getting drawn to you. That doesn't make your family or your old friends or whatever good, bad or in between. It's just you don't have that connection anymore. They're going one way, you're going the other way. You know, if they're looking for retirement and I'm not, we might have a little bit of a problem there, okay? My point is this. I think I'm the kind of guy that needs to be more rural. You know, still have the Wi-Fi, still have a refrigerator, still have the amenities I need, but that's as far as we go, all right? Not afraid to go out in 20 below and train with very little heat, if any. Um, Not be afraid to pry a a rock off the ground that's frozen. Not be afraid to run in knee-high snow for who knows how long. Not be afraid to sit out in the snow with just a pair of shorts on, and as Steve and I were talking about, breathing. Breathing and connecting. Breathing and connecting. Breathing and connecting. And obviously... You do want to have people around you. I'm not that type of guy where I don't want to be around people. I love people. Nice wife, 
Who knows? Girlfriend, that's not an issue. But what I'm saying is not cut myself off from the world, but maybe I'm going to be on the outside looking in at you. And maybe I'm going to be looking at you and wondering. But on the other side, I'm going to still be out there dropping the hammer and the nail on me. And I feel in my own, I can't, and I'll give it to Steve and we'll wind things up. This, this is it. I need that. And I don't know if everybody will understand that. I think most of the people that listen to us here will. I couldn't go through my life just, uh, I guess I'll use the word regular. Okay? I need, I, 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 I need that, I, I need that visual. I need that, um, Almost like, you know, the, the gladiators in the Coliseum. I need that. If I don't have that, I'm as good as dead. Because when we talk DNA, when we talk about what's been passed down through the generations, when we talk about watching Jimmy in a wheelchair for years and finally losing him, when we talk about the Incredible Hulk and the gamma radiation, when we talk about all those things that make us up, believe me, they do make you up. And that, to me is what the essence of where I see hammer and the nail. Good times, maybe some rough times. But as I said before, the rough times create opportunities. If you're smart enough and don't get upset and step back, a word I use quite a bit which will mellow you out when things are going rough, keep saying the word tranquility to yourself. And I know people are like, that doesn't work. Well, just like Doc Ridge, keep smiling, it does work. It changes your thoughts, your paradigm. You heard Steve talking about that in the middle of the show. I said on three shows back, I think it was with Donnie, go out and look the word paradigm up. Don't sit and discount things. Go out and search for yourself. Steve, give out all your info. Um, Add anything you want. Take your time. I will give mine, and we'll get you on whenever you're available, my friend. Thank, Thank you. And Anytime. it's always uh, very valuable discussions we have. I agree. So it's important. It's fundamental to the to the whole physical, the the mindset of, um, you know, just hor- uh, honing that honing that willpower, sharpening mm-hmm. that blade. And that that's that's the platform that you're providing. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely, brother. So, um, yeah, nice, nice um, conversation. My, my info, again, just um, hit me up on Instagram, Steve Cutter, IKFF. Follow me there. You can message me there with questions. And um, that's the best way to get a hold of me. Okay. Um, Steve, one thing. Do you think there's ever going to come a time and place that, I'll use the word warriors, people like us, is there going to come a time and place where we uh, maybe end up going a little bit out in the outreaches or what? You know, I think that um, right now is a kind of an intersection of different parallel universes. We're, We're kind of in, I think of a vortex is how I see it. Yep. And there's, there's, Several possible. Um, ultimately, I think what is going to occur is there's going to be a marriage. Um, it's going to be a transcendent um, experience, which 
we may not even really realize. Yeah. History history will will recognize it, but we won't be aware of it as it's occurring. Yeah. Um, but essentially, uh, I think that love is always going to win over. Yep. I'm I'm certain about that. Yep. And so ultimately, there's going to be a a marriage. Um, but there's going to be some rough spots. So there will be individuals who will detach from society yep. because they're not comfortable with the transition and yep. they're not willing to, to see it through. And that's not a, necessarily a, a, a right or a wrong. You know, the bones, I mean, the bones are going to go back into the earth. Yeah. Like the, the crystalline matrix that makes the infrastructure, the bones of the... That's all going to go back, you know, the, the, the water, that's going to go back into the earth. And then, you know, what's left is is the invisible parts. Sure. So the invisible parts are going to kind of reformulate and move around somewhere else, you know. So it's, this is all really temporary. Yeah, definitely. Um, we've been here before. I mean, yep. maybe, maybe, maybe I, I feel that I've been here before. Maybe yeah. some of us are around for the first time, but. You know that that's a that's a complex thing to kind of consider. You know, it's like um, the the nature of life. But but is there going to be war in the streets? Is there going to be like is there going to be like is it going to be like Terminator? Is it going to be like Rambo, where you kind of have to get your <laughs> knife and just um, those are all possibilities. Sure. But ultimately, for the most part, there's going to be a a transitional where we've sort of. It, it has to do with consciousness. So it's kind of the analogy I'll use in closing. It, it's like a seesaw and it's sort of teetering back and forth. And, but at some point one side is going to get heavy enough and it, you know, it's like, uh, it's like adding drops to the, I guess it's like adding drops to the cup. And it's like, at some point it starts overflowing. Yep. At some point you keep adding one drop, one drop, it's going to start overflowing. And then from there, like the damn breaks. Yeah. It's just so I think it's really consciousness and I and I think that there's more and more individuals on a moment to moment basis which are becoming committed to different paradigm, different values. And whereas the value has been more about money, the value is gonna be more about life and experience. I agree. And so um, I'm really optimistic about it, but yeah. I think we have to be ev ever vigilant. And there is a place and a time for the physical culturalists and the martial artists because we're the ones that have to lead. Just, right, just yeah. like Moses had to lead, yep. you know, the physical ones is the one that has to lead because you have to have the strength and the willpower and the discipline to persevere and to keep going through the marsh. And it's the marsh all. It's the marsh we have to all go through the marshal. It's yeah. the marshal, and who can lead us? The generals and the you know and the leaders are the ones that can do that. And so that's where the physical culture. It's not going to be the Silicon Valley. They're not going to be able to do it because ultimately they're going to be fearful. And, Absolutely. You know, it's the self discipline. It's the Wim Hof. The Wim yep. Hof is. You know, I'm not saying him per se, but he's one of the examples of someone from a different time in a different place that has come here to help the world. Yep. And there's going to be more and more individuals emerging in different related capacities. You know, I, I really believe that. And we're going to figure out how to seamlessly, but you know, what's going to happen with 5g? Like, right. That's what we need to get past. Right. And we need to figure out because we don't understand it and we're not, 
prepared to deal with the power of it. And that's what we need. We need to have the consciousness that understands the power. Otherwise, we're going to destroy ourselves further with the technology that, Without you know, a doubt. It, you know and, and that's where it's at. But, I, but I'm optimistic because I know that my because I know that I'm here for a reason. I know that I'm here for a purpose and I didn't need to, to do it. I didn't need to go through this, you know, these difficulties. Um, no. You know, because but, it's sort of painless when you're not in the body. And right. so the body with the body brings the sensation and part of the sensation is the, you know, and so that's like even happiness is no longer my pursuit, like fulfillment. I'm interested only in fulfillment, yep. not, not happiness, because happiness is temporary and yeah. you can be happy and you cannot be happy. And that changes. And, you know, sometimes you're the hammer, sometimes you're the nail. <laughs> but, for, you know, fulfillment <laughs> is the acceptance of well, yeah. the entire the entirety of it. And, you know, then then what, what the mind is. It's about being a warrior for good. It's yeah. about being. It's about being for good and aligning and like, okay, who's God's gonna win? Well, the God of love is gonna win. He's gonna be more powerful than the satanic, right? Evil God that makes you have to kill your own child to show. You know what I mean? Like, if you're gonna ask me to kill my my own child to prove, then I'll say, you know what? You're not the God for me. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so no, that's you're what right. it comes down to. You know. So. Anyone who's anyone who's pessimistic and anyone, you know what, you just you just haven't been hanging out with the right people. That's exactly. really what it's about. And I'm here to tell you that, you know, like believe in yourself, the physical training, what that enables us is it gives us the opportunity to start over. It gives us the opportunity to to go inward and to change the state. And then from that, we can come back into the problem or the difficulty with a more positive you know, enthusiasm. And no, I agree. How, that, uh, yeah. That's how we get through. No, know? and I agree totally. And you know what? It's never too late to get physical, folks. And think about what we talked about here today because there's so much info. Um, your physicality is everything. And that's all you got to think about right now. You don't need to have to worry about 10 years down the road. Take a few steps. Learn how to believe in what you are and who you are. Shut out the ones that put you down, the put-down artists. And as Steve said, optimism, not pessimism. Be an optimist. And the more you listen to what we talk about here, and the more you begin to dive into the subconscious mind. And I'm going to warn you, it's going to be a little bit scary for quite a while. As as I was saying, on, um, I think it was on one of the shows, and I'll wind this right up, is this. I've been doing some extensive stuff mentally. To the point where um, Paul Becker, uh, who owns Earth Pulse, he doesn't have it out now. He had sent me a brand new stim machine. I was doing stuff where I was literally hooking the electrodes to the side of my temples. Where my eyes were like, it felt like there was flashes of light going through it. And he was like, are you out of your mind? I was like, it didn't kill me. And it sure as hell felt better. And I'm not telling you to do this. But I am finding things. Now, this is, I'll make it quick, and I'll wind it up. The next few days after that, with all the good intentions I'm putting out everywhere, suddenly, I don't remember where I was, and every damn negative thing in my life was coming at me like a bullet train. I couldn't, I couldn't stop it. Mentally, I was like, what the hell's going on? I'm trying to shift saying, you know, 
keep smiling, everything. It would work for a little while. Bam, it came on. The body, the mind, the subconscious, your spirit, everything, you've been in this lockup for so long. It's not going to give up real easy on you. So just be aware of so many of these things. This is Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7. Obviously, go out to Fiorella Barbell Co., .com, Winners and Champions, Inc. That is our premier product. You'll get plenty of that, like we were talking about that today. Physical culture, that's what it is. Mind, body, spirit, and some. Also, too, our Prosperity Consciousness page, $25,150. This show alone, I don't know what people would charge for it. If this was a book, people say, aren't you going to write a book? I've got an encyclopedia here, man. There's nobody's got a book out like this show. Oh, they might tell you that, but they don't. They don't have Steve Cotter on here. They don't have any of these guys and girls on here. These are people that are living what they're talking about. They're not some drummed-up kit that comes on and, oh, this is what you do. No, that's not ever going to be here. So think about that, you know. Break that money down over a year. I'm telling you, it's nothing. And we give this stuff out for free. I know a lot of people charge subscription. I don't ever want to have to go to that. I want to be able to sell the products and obviously get people to invest in advertising here. But it costs a lot of money to run this show, whether you want to hear it or not. And we offer one hell of a service here, let me tell you. Also, too, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Just go out and look at all the shows Steve and I have done. This show should be up by midweek. As long as everything goes to the way we're going to do it, if not at the latest Friday. It's just a matter of with work and all that, and I'm coming in and working at night. You don't need to hear it. It'll get up, believe me. Um, Also, too, let me think. uh, You want to go out to MotivationMuscle.com, get in and advertise with us. It's very reasonable, and I'll work very, very hard for you, and I hope you'll reciprocate. And we'll have a nice 30-year relationship and make money for one another and help people. That's the main thing. Let's make solutions for people and help everybody out. I mean, that's the whole essence of what this business is, helping others. Also, too, if there's a show you like Steve and I to do, Fiorello Barbell at NICAP.R.com. And don't forget our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. Um, we're on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. We thank you for that. We are on Spotify. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on AHA Directory, which is pronounced AHA. You can get M&M in your car 24-7. If someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give five words to inspire. Five words can make or break you, folks, and that's no bull. My mom, when we were kids, would always say to us, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You don't know what people are going through. If you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, pull it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. That's for you, my boy, Paul Thor. He's an awesome guy from Wales, stone lifter, great friend of the show. He loves that that line, and it is true. Take those stones and turn them into dust. Also, too, um, the Great Hoose of Steel Stone Crusher, Domination is the name of it, and Blood Red. 
We clear-cut the path. We don't follow anyone, and it's dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Fur says, who's been listening to Eminem from the beginning, when I hear your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping through my speakers. It's more like a tidal wave, brother, higher and wider every day. Frank Klein, my greatest business college professor, repetition, repetition, repetition. Quitters never win. Winners never quit. My pop. Be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge, my greatest chiropractor. We're coming up on four years. We've lost the man. He'd walk every patient in the door and say, keep smiling. John was so damn ahead of his time. It was unreal. And, boy, I miss John. I miss our Fridays big time. He was one of the – he was one of the – He. I, I don't know. I'm not going to even get into it. He, but let me tell you one thing. If he was on here with me right now – Everybody would just love hearing John. Uh, he was originally from New Hampshire. He never lost the accent. He was great. Uh, I loved John just like a father. He was just unbelievable. Also, to be a steward of strength, don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell 100 or more of your friends, we're coming because we're not going to kick your door in. We'll blow the roof right off your house. Tell everyone, pass these shows out. Come on in. Join up on Etched in Stone and Etched in Stone for Kids. These pages are exploding. And it's just not stones. It's everything. This is the idea. Let's educate and teach like Steve and I are talking about. The kids are coming up. A lot of them don't have that influence anymore. They don't know. Well, we can help. Let's do it, everybody. Uh, also, too, Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. We believe in you, and we got your back. And before I sign off with Steve, remember this. You're all winners, you're all champions, and you're all unstoppable. And if you don't think that, nobody else is going to either. And you can do it. Remember that. Steve, another killer show. Thanks for being on, brother. It's been too long, and we'll get you set up. And thank you once again. It's always an honor. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, brother. Anytime, man. You're always welcome. Always a pleasure. Thank you. I really appreciate that. So, for Steve Cotter, Eric Fiorello, have a great rest of the weekend. Dr. Wong's show should be up tomorrow morning. Steve's will follow. And we've got a bunch of stuff going on. I don't even remember the names of the people on. But there's an this this month and into the end of June is packed. So that's what we're doing. So everyone, have a great weekend. Um, for Steve Cotter, this is Eric Fiorello. We will talk to you soon. And thanks for listening. And push these shows out everywhere. See you, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll, we'll see, see you next time. time.